Hello there, music teacher friends. Welcome to episode 106 of the Beyond Measure podcast. I am so glad you are listening today. My name is Christina Whitlock, here with you as your anytime piano teacher friend. If you are listening to this in real time, we are oh so close to wrapping up this calendar year. (laughs) You probably have some time off looming ahead, at least I sure hope you do. But today's episode is inspired by a favorite Christmas carol of mine. Yet it's a phrase that has applications to our studio teaching all year long. Let's dive right on in, shall we? So, yeah, there's a phrase that pops into my head at various times throughout the year. And since it comes from a Christmas song, I thought it seemed like a good subject for a quick little pre-holiday episode. And I'm talking about the phrase, a thrill of hope. The thrill of hope is a powerful force, my friends, and I happen to think that it's something we can use for our own benefit as teachers and also for the benefit of our students. Let me explain. The other day, a student gifted me a scratch-off lottery ticket. (laughs) And you know, there's just something about holding that ticket in your hands and staring at those words that tell you that you might be just a few scratches away from being like $50,000 richer. (laughs) Now, I'm not a huge lottery person, and I also try not to get sucked up into that trap of thinking that money is going to solve all of my problems in life. (laughs) But when you're holding one of those tickets in your hand, you can't help but get that little thrill of hope the thrill of possibility. (laughs) It's a very powerful feeling, even if it only lasts for a few seconds because the dream goes right down the drain as soon as you finish scratching, right? For whatever reason, I am incredibly cognizant of moments in life that bring a thrill of hope. On a more serious note, I can't help but think of several people close to me who have walked through seasons of unemployment these past few years. If you've ever known anyone looking for full-time employment, you know what a deep pit of discouragement they can find themselves in. I mean, it's pretty brutal. And it's incredible in that state what a thrill can come from just the tiniest glimmer of hope. A response of any kind to any application, I mean, even if it's a position that is actually pretty lousy, that offers a true thrill of hope. The tiniest glimmer of possibility feels like a rain shower in the desert. From a completely different angle, I always think about the fact that we used to take these big cruise vacations with all of my husband's family. There was one year I remember sailing out of port and we were watching my three-year-old just dancing her heart out to the music on deck and my mother-in-law leaned over to me and she said, this is going to be one of the best weeks of our lives. (laughs) And there it was, friends. 
the thrill of hope, anticipation over great things to come. All right, so enough about me. Let's think about you and your teacher life, shall we? Most of us are either already on a break or at least gearing up for one, right? Honestly, if you're not getting ready for a break this time of year, we need to talk. Send me an email. How do you feel on that last day of teaching before a break? I'd be willing to guess that you feel at least a little bit excited, right? (laughs) And maybe really eager for that workday to wrap up. I mean, I love my students. You know I do. (laughs) And I will actually be ready to welcome them back at the end of my three-week break. I'll be excited to see them. But getting ready for that break... Ah, the thrill of not having to get dressed or welcome people into my house for a few weeks. (laughs) That is good stuff. The promise of not having to use the words pulse or steady beat or your other right hand (laughs) for days on end. That is heaven. (laughs) The thrill of a break from routine is a wonderful thing. So, I want you to do two things, friends. As we stare down a new calendar year, I want you to build in intentional opportunities for a thrill of hope. I want you to build this into your own year, and I want you to build it into your students' year. Let's talk about you first. How can you build some excited anticipation into your studio year? First of all, you have to decide what would bring you excitement in your work this year. (laughs) Maybe that is a raise in your pay. Maybe you would like to offer a new kind of class or a new lesson format. Maybe you want to take an extended vacation this summer or join a new membership to a teacher community. Purchase new music. (laughs) I mean, just think about the things that bring you the most joy in your work And let's start building those things into your calendar. I know for me, I am so excited for the MTNA National Conference in Reno this March and then NCKP in Chicago this summer. I cannot wait to share actual physical space with some of you. So those are things that I am definitely anticipating eagerly for this coming year. But again, I want you to think about what is going to build your anticipation for the coming year. So, maybe it's dreaming about your next raise in tuition. What would that look like? Even if you don't know when you're going to offer it, start fleshing the details out a little bit. It'll get you rolling in the right direction. If you wanted to start... I don't know, offering composition lessons. Start building a timeline for what you would envision that to look like. If you want to start offering more supplemental group classes in lieu of private lessons every so often, put a week of them on the calendar and let's make it happen. If you want to take the summer off, just run the numbers in your head and start seeing if you can still save accordingly this year. Imagine what you would do with your summer days if you weren't teaching. (laughs) Do you love purchasing new music as much as I do? (laughs) 
Consider adding a time or two throughout the year when you give yourself a budget to order a certain amount of new music. Start a wish list where you keep the titles of materials that you would like to purchase. If you need ideas, I had put together a list of 40 favorite supplemental piano books earlier this year, and I will put that link in the show notes for this episode. But anyway, yeah, let's work to figure out what you can build into your studio year to give you something to look forward to. And similarly, let's think about how we can capitalize on this thrill of hope for our students. I'll tell you, the best asset I have as a piano teacher is the piano repertoire. I just love the fact that we have music for everything. (laughs) We have our own extensive repertoire, and then we also get transcriptions of the rep for every other instrument and symphonic works. And we can play movie music and video game music and anime music, classics, new age. I mean, you name it, and we can play it, right? It's amazing. (laughs) And when used correctly... The thrill of possibility when it comes to repertoire can be very motivating. Years ago, I had a student whose older brother, not my student, had played the Bergmuller Ballade his senior year of high school. Now, if you are a piano teacher, you know that this piece has pretty much universal appeal. Everybody loves it. You also know that, yeah, it has its challenges, but it's like early intermediate, and there's plenty of room to grow from there. But this was her brother's, like, big accomplishment in the piano world, and the entire family revered this work as a real monumental accomplishment. (laughs) Well, my student was in seventh grade at the time, and she was a good little player, but she was kind of a chronic underperformer. She just needed a real shot of motivation. So one day I sat down with her and we drew up a little plan. I walked her through four or five pieces that I needed her to master before she was ready to play the Bergmuller Ballade. I promised her that once we got through those pieces, she could start it. Well, the idea that she was in like visible striking distance of learning this piece that she had always considered to be such a gigantic work was wildly motivating to her, and it proved to be a real turning point in her study. The power of the Bergmuller Ballade, everyone. (laughs) She did learn those five pieces, then she did perform the Ballade, and Even she realized it was actually super easy for her to learn at that point. And she went on to play much more sophisticated repertoire by the time it was her senior year of high school. This is a case of using a thrill of hope to benefit our students. I mean, I remember well as a student that my absolute favorite time of study was always working with my teachers to choose new pieces after a recital, especially during my degree studies. You know, those first lessons after a recital, when you got to start talking about your next program, oh, I loved those meetings. Anyway, this is your reminder that those first lessons in January are coming up, 
And those are great opportunities to get your students excited about the music that they will be playing this calendar year. Maybe it's an event that will offer the thrill of hope for your students. If you have high school students, start talking to them about how they would like to celebrate their senior year of piano or whatever instrument you teach. I mean, that's a terrific opportunity to build something to be working towards and to look forward to. Maybe it's an incentive challenge that you're running. Maybe you're offering up a pizza party for anyone who completes a 40-piece challenge this semester. I mean, who knows? I wish I could offer up like a be-all, end-all solution for motivation, but we all know that different students will be motivated by different things. But I just want you to do us both a favor and keep the power of the thrill of hope on radar this year, will you? Okay, friends, it's that time. Time for a toast. Go grab the nearest glass and raise it with me now. Teacher friends from all over the world, today we celebrate the power of the thrill of hope. <laughs> Regardless of what that phrase means to you from a spiritual context, we would all do well to harness more of the thrill of anticipation in our teaching. The ability to create excitement about new repertoire and performance opportunities is an art that we should continue to practice and improve on for our entire careers. I know that there's a lot of debate out there around extrinsic versus intrinsic motivation, and honestly, I think there always will be, but the truth of the matter is, we need to find whatever works for the student sitting across from us and take it from there. I wish you well as you continue to seek out things that get you excited about your own work, as well as what gets your students excited about theirs. Cheers to you, friends, and to the genuine thrill of hope. Hear, hear. That's a wrap on episode 106, friends. One of the things that I am most hopeful about in the coming year are the ways that I am going to be able to partner with you in 2023. When I survey the aspects of my work that are getting me the most excited these days, well, a lot of it centers around you. I cannot wait for January 15th, which is the release date of my first ever Studio Foundations course. I have an incredible roster of teacher friends who have signed up to invest in learning more about the philosophy and relationships involved in studio music teaching. If you are looking to give your approach to teaching a little refresh this new year, I would love to have you in this initial cohort of teachers. For more information, you can visit christinawhitlock.com foundations, or you can check out the link in the show notes for this episode. There's all kinds of goodies actually in the show notes for this episode, so take a second now and click on over there. 
I think I'm going to sit next week out on the podcast, but I plan to be back on January 2nd to help you welcome 2023. However you do or don't celebrate this week, I wish you health, happiness, rest, and yeah, hope in this new year. I want to say thank you, friends, for being such a huge part of my 2022 because the relationships I have built through this podcast are second to none, and I truly do treasure each one of you who listens. Onward and upward to a great week, friends. Let's be sure and chat soon.